0: Oh, <laughs> up.
1: Pat. Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 754 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Chris, but before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor and tell you about designcrowd.com. They help entrepreneurs and small businesses outsource, or what they call crowdsource, custom graphic, logo, and web design from z- designers around the world design crowd has more than five hundred thousand designers from over 100 countries ready to help you with any creative and design projects you might have so check out designcrowd.com to learn more and get started today at designcrowd.com ask pat for a special vip offer just for you awesome now let's uh, listen to today's question from chris here we go hey pat
0: This is Chris Kate. I met you last year at Podcast Movement and then watched your podcast tutorials over and over again until I was ready to launch my own show, which I did last November. My podcast is called the Paranormal Comedy Podcast, and I feel like my show's improved every week and that there aren't any other shows in the kids and family category that have the quality of guest interviews that I do. So here's my question. After the initial bump of being on the new and noteworthy list, I don't know how to get more people to discover my show. I feel like if more parents knew about my show that they would subscribe, but I'm at a loss on how to reach them. I've got a large Twitter following and a decent Facebook following, but I don't want to spam them about my show. I've thought about Facebook ads and advertising on other shows, but I don't know if those are proven methods or even how much I would need to spend to make those strategies work. Any advice you have on how to introduce my podcast to more listeners would be greatly appreciated.
1: Hey, Chris, thank you so much for the question. I appreciate it. And I'm so glad that you used the tutorial. And it sounds like things are going very well with your podcast. But you're coming to that plateau that we all come across with our podcast, where we wonder to ourselves, hmm, what can we do to get more people to listen to our show? And obviously, there are uh, a thousand billion different ways to do it. Uh, but I'm going to give you some of the more higher impact ones that have worked for me and many other podcasters as well. So, this episode definitely going to be helpful for those who are podcasting. But even if you don't have a podcast, a lot of these strategies can carry over into the blogging and the YouTube space and, and whatnot. So the first thing I, was, I would mention is that sometimes what your show needs is something different. Now I I'm, I'm not saying that saying that you know, people are getting bored of your show, but sometimes people get into a rhythm where they're just kind of used to hearing the same kind of thing, or you know it's just like a, a routine, right? And when you can mix things up every once in a while, you can really capture people's attention. So different kinds of episodes that are sort of unique every once in a while uh, tend to work very well. Uh, I've I've done a couple that are very NPR style, where it's more storytelling with some background music and that sort of thing, which did take a lot more work to edit, but I've gotten great feedback from that. One that I recently did that was great was I actually collected fifteen answers from fifteen different entrepreneurs. You may have heard this on Smart Passive Income podcast. Fifteen answers from 15 different entrepreneurs to one single question, and that question was, what's one thing you wish you knew before you got started as an entrepreneur? And that one went, uh, viral or mini viral for uh, a little bit, which is pretty cool, definitely the most downloaded episode in quite a while and The reason that happened is because not just it was great content, which it was, but because it featured a lot of people who then shared that content because they were featured in it as well so that 's kind of a quick sort of hack because you are interviewing essentially fifteen different people at the same time, and it 's likely that because they are on the show they 're going to be sharing it but it 's only one question so just a couple minutes. Now, again, like I said, it's gonna take a little bit of time to edit those episodes, but definitely worth it. Another thing that you might think about doing is actually targeting a specific type of person in your audience. So I did this back in episode 96 when I targeted people who were uh, artists, uh, you know, musicians, painters, people like that, actors, and I interviewed somebody who could help those kinds of people, artists, make money with their craft. And I had initially thought that because it was so niched down that I was going to have one of the lowest downloads uh, or lowest quantity of downloads for that particular episode because I was like, oh, only artists are going to listen to this. And, you know, how would it be helpful for other people? You know, I I want as many people to listen to to my episode as possible. And this is kind of weeding people out right from the start. What am I doing? Well, what ended up happening is that artists – started listening and they started sharing it with their artist friends and it became a viral podcast episode in the artist community. I sort of borrowed that strategy from Derek Halpern who talked about um, uh, spas because he goes to spas every once in a while and he talked about how he went to his spa and he, and he was talking to the clerk there about all the different marketing things that they could do to better improve the experience, uh, not just for him, but for him to market their spa and he uh, blogged about that experience and that went viral in the sort of spa slash massage uh, parlor uh, community Who and it was really cool because those people just started sharing it all over and he became really popular amongst their community because of that. And so you can do something similar in terms of the approach to the episode that you take and then of course once you create those episodes you want to get it into people uh, who who can then be in that audience and, and share it around. Uh, so that's another thing. Another thing to think about is when one of these kind of different or unique episodes comes up or maybe you have a special guest coming on a later episode that would be really difficult to get or is very well-known in your industry, make a huge deal out of it. So record it ahead of time and then spend a couple weeks actually teasing it. Take clips from it and share it on social media or on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram. Very Gary Vaynerchuk-like where he takes bits and pieces of content that he's already published or recorded to promote the bigger piece of content so taking a small chunk sharing it so that people will get excited and get interested in that bigger piece of content so pick out the best thing that was said or that best mo- or, or funniest moment you said it was a comedy show i think uh and and then actually put that out there for free even before before the show comes out and then you can tease a specific date because when that episode comes out you want it to treat you want to treat it like an event because here's the deal to get higher rankings you want as many subscribers, as many downloads, as many listens, as many ratings in a short period of time. So if you can focus all of that energy that your audience is going to have into one particular episode, even within just a few hours, to leave a review, to subscribe, to do all those things, put all your effort behind your social media, get your network involved, all your friends, people, to listen to that episode on that day uh, uh, around that time period, and you're going to get a lot higher rankings than you would normally But also, you're going to see a nice bump in the downloads as well, of course. Uh, So, those are just a few ideas to help you. Um, There's a lot more out there, I think, but those are some quick hit things that you could do probably to uh, really gather some good steam for your show. It kind of, uh, hopefully, you know, when when I've done these things, these new different kinds of episodes or these strategies to get myself off the plateau, you know what it does? It not only gets my numbers off the plateau, but it gets my energy levels off the plateau. Because for a while, I was just feeling, with the podcast, just the same, you know, and and I got to a point at one point where I was just kind of, oh man, I got to record another episode this week. I got to do it again. Like you don't want ever, you don't want to ever get to that because if you're getting to that level, think of how your listeners are going to feel about it. So you want to mix it up a bit and get excited, renewed energy. This is what that, this is what this does. And this is what also what this does to your listeners too. And then finally, I will say, ask your listeners to share it, have a easy URL, like um, you know, whatever your URL is slash share and say at the end of an episode or two every once in a while, just say, Hey, if you like the show, you know, and want to share it with people, I made it really easy for you. Just go to da 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 dot com slash share use a pretty link or something to go directly to a click to tweet or a page like a lead page that has all the instructions step one share on twitter step two share on facebook people will take those steps because they've listened to you they've built a relationship with you over time through that episode or the many episodes they've listened to they want to help you out so let them and give them the instructions so thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate you and I want to wish you all the best. I also want to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. All right, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And here's a quote to finish off the week by Reed Hoffman, the, uh, one of the co-founders of LinkedIn actually. And he said, no matter how brilliant your mind or strategy, if you're playing a solo game, you'll always lose out to a team. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat.